Today we are talking about Sanjay Manjrekar. Uh, I've been I've been noticing and watching Sanjay Manjrekar ever since my childhood. I think, uh, and the earlier days of my following cricket, I always liked one thing about Sanjay Manjrekar that he was technically very sound, but he had this problem of getting embedded into something which we call in popular parlance as 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 a shackle, and he never tried to unshackle himself. He might have been trying from the inside, but he never could unshackle himself from the basic things uh, that were entrapping him. And over the years, then after his retirement, I have seen him do commentary with, with avid passion, uh, and there is no doubting that his ability to articulate things and then not pulling punches at one time seemed to be unparalleled and matchless. But then in recent years, I have gone a bit sore about my conclusions about the inferences I have made about this man. Uh, it hasn't got to do with something that is personal, but uh, why criticize something which is normal, which is all stable? And then after reading the book, uh, one centuries is not enough. A century is not enough by Sora Gongli. I felt that Sanjay Manjrekar has definitely got some personality flaw in him, because what Sora Gongli at one point of time in his book writes is that he is one who actually got this very exposed that Sora Gongli wasn't somebody to relent or to yield to the seniors of the team, and he was the one who discouraged him and made him a bit disrespected, but for the steel of that great man who is now the BCCI president. Therefore, um, Sora Gongli writes that. It was him, but then with time, those memories, bitter memories, fade away, and that has been made explicit by Sanjay Majumdar as well, uh, while giving interviews after the launch of his book, The Imperfect. And he writes that people might criticize him, people may feel bitter about it, but the fact is that nobody knows the amount of criticism he subjects himself to. And he also tells us that Sachin Tendulkar is hardly on talking terms with him because he criticized him so much and talked about his. Short stint uh, in captain in captaincy. Uh, therefore, we believe that he did have it in him uh, to talk about certain things. But then he also goes on to talk about which is beyond his remit and mandate, like bits and pieces player. It is true that every all-rounder in the world is a bits and pieces player. But the fact is that Ravindra Jadeja, I think, almost contrasts Jhanti Rohit when it comes to fielding, which I believe, despite the fact that there are several videos of Manjrekar taking good catches, uh, but the fact is that. He, There is simply no no uh, competition between Sanjay Majdrekar and and Ravindra Jadeja. Even the batting of Sanjay Majdrekar is nowhere close to the batting capabilities of of Ravindra Jadeja. Uh, the bowling he does, which Sanjay Majdrekar has never done, probably. So calling him mid-pitch piece player is actually an injustice to almost every all-rounder of the world. Everybody who is an all-rounder caught can be called as a mid-pitch piece player. Uh, and in the modern world, where the requirements are high, where it is necessary to be a batter as well as a bowler. We cannot rule out the fact that one has to have something of different things in order to reach the very pinnacle of success. And then this recent put-in-mouth jive at Harsha Bhogle, somebody who is probably the most decent and so commentator in recent times for the last 30 years and more. In fact, he has written it that he conducted his first interview in 1986. For the last 33 years, he is the voice of cricket of India. I think there is some kind of rivalry, and he also talks about it earlier. That he doesn't have to work hard because he's a cricketer. He comes from this hallowed precinct of cricketing background. Therefore, he doesn't have to work hard in order to earn money. But then one must be also cautious about this thing that one cannot but stick to rules and decency. See, we all have got original positions, but we come down from those original positions to make compromise. What we call originality in in common parlance is basically the fact that we have come down hugely from our original crude positions, and then we start conversing. With the people, and then also is the fact that we can only adjust and tolerate, and then succeed in the 7.4 billion people world when we tolerate each other, when we actually are accommodative of each other. 
and the same goes here. I believe that he is a bit jealous of jealous of Harsha Bogle in this very particular instant because Harsha Bogle, despite not being a cricketer, we don't need to be uh, somebody who's a master or a PhD in cricket and having been the best of the players in order to understand cricket. Cricket, this imagination of the public has been has been caught by cricket primarily because we know that it's understood by everybody. Uh, the success of of India's cricket can be gauged from the simple fact that it has transmitted itself and disseminated in a particularly randomized manner. It didn't need any force. People understood it and it became popular. This is where I believe that Arsha Bogli is right in having pursued a career which is far away from where he actually did his degree or has got his, his academics in. Therefore, he is very wrong on this account. Except these three instances, I always had this calculation that uh, um, Sanjay Majorika is perhaps the best of the commentators, despite not having that much fluency, despite not having the vocab, as is present there in somebody like Job Baikot or Harsha Bogli or even Ravi Shastri. But the fact is that his opinions were always given and he very well understood the nuances of the game, which every cricketer must. But then the fact is also that he must have looked down upon his career as well, despite having played cricket for around 15 years, which he mentions that he does like to play and talk about cricket. He likes to, and it is good to be detached away from cricket. But then that hardly qualifies you and gives this this entitlement that you are the best. He is a good singer. I always liked his Rabindra Shyamgit songs. And besides that, um, his Oremon Pagol, a very good song by him. And even his Kishore Kumar songs, they are very good. But then you must also understand that people are there to be respected, not, not degraded. And one must never talk something which is utter nonsense and bullshit. Thank you.